Hello, I'm Annabelle Sacker, and this is Really Wellness, a podcast dedicated to giving you better free access to information, education, insight, and guidance on healthcare from some of the best and the brightest in the health and wellbeing industry. Welcome, welcome to season two of the Really Wellness podcast with me, your host, Annabelle Sacker. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you're back for another dose of expert insight and guidance on health and well-being, I'm really, really excited to have you here with us. Um, And I just want to say a huge thank you um, to everyone who has been a part of this journey so far. Um, I really, really appreciate all the support and all the love uh, you've been giving me. Um, And I hope that the experts that we've had on board um, and the guidance that we've been given uh, and the insight that we've been given um, has been really, really helpful to you. Um, I wanted to start this year by focusing in on a subject that with pandemic and lockdown still looming over many of our heads, um, I think is very close to many of our hearts. Uh, I know it is to mine. Um, And that's the subject of loneliness and and how we can overcome it. So with that in mind, I'd really like to introduce you to our first guest of the season, Tamara Dottin, founder of The Human App, who is revolutionising the way that we connect with each other and heal through technology. Tamara, would you like to start perhaps by giving us a little bit of insight into what human is um, and how you help people combat loneliness, um, improve their relationships and really work on that self-love. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you, Annabelle. Um, So Human is an app uh, where people can explore and reflect their personal experiences. And we do this by um, prompting them with a variety of questions that fall into different topics like uh, emotional well-being or Um, experiences uh, being in part of the BIPOC community um, or experiences uh, uh, with ambitions and passions. And so basically through these prompts, we allow people to record their responses um, or their personal stories and share them on the app. And what this does is it creates a safe space where people can open up, um, connect more uh, genuinely with each other, Um, And it also provides a lot of comfort for people in hearing the stories of others and having it validate their own experiences and realizing, you know, that they're not alone um, uh, in their, in how they feel and how they're processing um, and to even uh, kind of enlighten into the journeys of others. Absolutely. That's so, so awesome. And I think that point around kind of sharing our stories um, and, and helping others through that and helping us, to feel less alone by hearing the stories of others is really kind of what what fascinated me with this app because I think it's so, so important, especially, uh, you know, in a time like the one we're in now to to have that sense of of connection with people and and realize that you aren't alone in the experiences that you're going through. Um, And I know for a lot of people that that journey to realize that is a very, very personal one. And and I wanted to know, within your own journey, what was it that inspired you to create this space for people to share? Uh, Yeah, so a few things in my own personal journey. Um, uh, Definitely in my own personal background is in the tech sector. 
Um, so I've been in this industry as a software engineer for about 10 years. And, um, you know, looking around the space, there aren't a lot of other uh, women or especially not a lot of other black women. So it, it can be a very isolating experience sometimes going through that and just uh, the imposter syndrome that comes up or just feeling like, oh, this isn't a space where I belong. And so I kind of saw the importance there, um, even though, you know, always have had a great rapport with all of my coworkers and everything, but that um, loneliness feeling when you feel like others don't know or understand your personal background or stories or what shapes you or when you feel like that's different from others. Um, but there are a lot of commonalities uh, under under the surface if we could connect on those more um, personal levels. Um, so there are some coworkers who I was able to build up a rapport with and have really personal uh, intimate conversations and kind of learn like oh, how I feel, imposter syndrome. He, as a, a white male, <laughs> as a software engineer, also felt that same thing. And actually, he didn't even know the term imposter syndrome. And I was able to explain that to him. And like, we made that connection. So there's something really beautiful when we're given that space to kind of open up and, and share more uh, honestly. Uh, and so that's really where I started to think, okay, how can you create really a safe space for people to do this? Um, uh, because obviously social media gives us a great avenue to connect. Um, uh, unfortunately, the way it's used a lot of times, the connection is a little more shallow where it's, it's a hard place to open up and share vulnerably uh, just because of some of the judgment or feedback loop and stuff. So really when to design a human is a way to kind of take that away so people can uh, share more honestly with each other. I think that that uh, point that you mentioned um, around kind of how our initial um, perception of someone affects uh, our understanding of them and, and whether we think they may be going through what we're going through really, really key. I think, you know, we're constricted by so much of what we're taught about people and, and the way they look and the way they dress and the way they behave and their backgrounds that we often forget that we share so many things um you know our our basic sense of humanity and, and emotions are so similar and and regardless of what we might assume by people we often go through very very similar life experiences um and, and i know on, on a personal level that learning that was kind of key to helping me evolve you know with my mental health and my self-confidence and also most importantly my sense of, of a community in this world um you know really that that loneliness piece not feeling like i'm completely on my own in, in what i'm going through um but i think a lot of us uh struggle to kind of um ex express our personal experiences and the way that we feel um, which is a real kind of barrier to that connection. Uh, and, and I wondered if you could, or if you had any thoughts on, on why that is that, that we struggle so much to overcome that fear around sharing our personal experience um, and creating connection to others and building that sense of self-love. Definitely. And I think that's a, a huge point that it's, it's hard to kind of open up and even uh, put words to it. So I think a lot of times there's the lack of vocabulary. So with the previous example, learning the term imposter syndrome, it's like, oh, there's actually something to explain, you know, this weird 
feeling that <laughs> I can't put my finger on. Um, but then also, I think that introspection piece, that kind of uh, knowing ourselves and knowing how we're feeling, is really a, a muscle, and it, it needs to be exercised. And so I think that's another really important piece of human, is it that it gives people that um, a platform where they can practice this, uh, practice putting words to their emotions, putting words to their experiences and, and sharing that. And so we do it in a, uh, an asynchronous fashion. So you're going through and you're answering the questions on your own and you're only seeing yourself um, as you're answering those questions and, and then you're sharing it uh, more broadly with the community. Um, and so we take away that, um, that fear we sometimes have when we're talking real time with somebody else and trying to explain like, oh, this is why I feel this way. And, and we're stumbling over our words and then we're just getting more frustrated because we're so concerned with how's that other person receiving it. Um, so we really want to take that away so that you can really practice and get better at um, being able to communicate uh, what you're going through in the moment. And I think then watching the videos of others who are doing the same um, can be just so validating in seeing like, oh, they get it, they're going through the same thing, or, oh, I didn't think about it that way, that's interesting, um, gives me a new way to think about it, um, or gives me new vocabulary to kind of explain, oh, that's what I've been feeling, that's exactly what I, I've been trying to say. So I think that it's a huge part in practicing that and pra practicing it regularly um, uh, could go a long way for us being more comfortable sharing. Absolutely. Practice makes perfect. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I think the concept of, of kind of talking purely to yourself first is, is a really clever one. Um, and it, it draws on definitely um, some of the therapeutic practices that, that I've come across where, you know, you journal or you speak to yourself every day and you just become more and more comfortable with expressing how you're feeling. And then I love the idea of that being a step up almost as if you're kind of engaging with group therapy to then go and, and see others' experiences and, you know, understand what they're going through and comparing it and, and connecting it to your to your own. Um, and I, I think that that piece is is really, really key as well, because again, you know, like group therapy, really um, experiencing other people's experience, I think is key to to your own healing journey. It both kind of gives you insight into where you can get to and where you don't want to be and where you do want to be. Um, so I think that's really, really beautiful um, and key for our well-being, really. And, and as you kind of teach people or encourage people to sort of flex those muscles, practice, if you will, um, how do you think um, that impacts their, their well-being? Um, I think... Uh... There is something very powerful about verbalizing um, your emotions or your experience. Um, just making that connection from like getting it out of your head and getting out into the world. It almost becomes something a little more tangible um, and something that you could really address and, and unpack and, and kind of uh, work through. Um, and it's, it's definitely a bit of a challenge, but so that's why we want to create the platform in the way that it kind of helps people to, to, be brave and be bold in, in terms of this being able to express it. And then we also um, uh, uh, allow them to privately share some of these videos so that they can just focus on, on the practicing part of that. 
Um, and so I think it's important to wellness because I think a lot of that disconnection and that, uh, that ultimately leads to loneliness and can be very, very isolating. Even when we have people around us, we can feel cut off um, a lot of times because we're disconnected to how we actually feel um, and, and what we're going through and we feel disconnected to the others. Um, so I think being able to um, help people with forming both of those connections, both to themselves by um, reading these prompts, thinking about it, putting it into words, um, and then seeing others do the same um, can be really powerful in, in uh, helping to get through that disconnection piece um, that oftentimes leads to loneliness and, and hurts our own well-being. Um, and I think another piece too, uh, with the being able to see others and, and deepen levels of empathy for others and, and what they're going through and experiencing, um, I think it's great practice because then we can then look back at on ourselves and 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 kind of ask oh how can i show myself more empathy like i was beating myself up on this one piece but then i when i see other people share and stuff and i feel like that connection and i feel um that empathy for them like how can i turn that uh, around on myself as well and and give myself a little more comfort and grace uh, through my own experiences completely and, and i think self self empathy and and a an overcoming of loneliness is is key to having positive mental health. Um, I think it's really, really key, and that that affects every other aspect of your well being in your life. Um, I spoke to a few weeks ago um, uh, a lovely representative from a charity here called the Samaritans. Um, which is a mental health service for people. Um, and one of the things, and they deal specifically with suicide prevention, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the key themes of our interview and, and something that they kept repeating to me was, you know, loneliness is a killer. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, not having connection with other people, um, you know, has a drastically negative impact on our mental health. Um, yeah. and, and I think that that topic of, of loneliness and, and isolation is, is something which is really key right now, because for the first time, you know, I think there are many times within our lives where we might feel alone, but for the first time we are actually, you know, by law in many cases, very much isolated. Um, yeah. And I wondered if um, since the, the kind of recent pandemic, you'd seen uh, an, an increase in, in the need for, for a space like yours. Yeah, I think definitely it has brought it top of mind for more people. And so more people are, are looking, okay, how can I feel that sense of connection? Um, and, and so, yeah, I definitely feel like it's more on people's minds and they want that way to to open up a little more honestly. Um, and pandemic, in addition to some of the other ch changes that we're seeing <laughs> in our world or that we're experiencing um, here in the United States, uh, uh, with over the summer, there was a lot of reckoning over, or, over racial justice and just those conversations and realizing, wow, there's a, a, a lot of disconnection there in how we feel seen or how we feel heard and what we're experiencing and going through. So I think that combined with, with the pandemic and everything. And I think um, what's definitely important to remember too is uh, that this loneliness epidemic that we were really globally experiencing, um, a lot of it was 
uh, happening or uh, occurring before even COVID and, and a lot of those lockdowns and, and kind of goes back to, okay, at a higher level, what, what is causing this loneliness? Because as you mentioned, it does have a huge impact on our mental health and even physical health. Um, some of the research and, and, and studies showing how that um, really manifests itself inside of us. So I think um, using this opportunity when more people are thinking about it, more people are thinking about human connection and authentic human connection, because um, there is, you know, a little bit of a difference. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we, we need to leverage this moment in, in finding ways for us to, to relate to each other better. I completely agree with you. And actually, I think one of the most positive things about the experiences that we're going through in the world at the moment is that suddenly people are having these conversations around how how do we connect? You know, how do we overcome this sense of, of being alone or this lack of self-love that so many of us seem to have to really create connection and positivity? Um, and I've seen some of the most incredible conversations and communities spring up as a result. It's actually been quite a beautiful thing. And I think, you know, you mentioned social media earlier and, and it's one of the things that I would relate to that sense of disconnection, you know, even previous to this kind of global situation. But I think the face of it is changing because of this. Um, I, I think new kind of ways of communicating and new communities are springing up as a result in those spaces that previously have kind of separated us from each other. And that's yeah. kind of so cool about this time in a way, you know, despite it being very difficult for the large majority of us, you know, we're, we're finally, you know, trying to reach out to each other. Um, and I, and I think that's awesome. Really, really. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Definitely that's what's so cool about a space like yours right now. Yeah. And I think it's, it's contagious. As you mentioned, like on social media, some people starting to find ways to open up more or share themselves authentically. I think once you see someone else do it and you see how like freeing that is, it, it kind of motivates you and you feel a little bit more comfortable jumping in on that conversation. So I, I do feel like it, it takes, you know, a few and, and it grows from there to really create, these spaces where we can share and, and exactly why we want to create a space like Human that really um, uh, makes it a safe space for people to open up um, and they kind of start seeing others practice it and, 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 and start joining in themselves um, and, and how it can spill over into other platforms and offline in general, like what a world it would be if we can um, instead of worrying about those stereotypes or how we're thinking we perceive others, if we can really just take the time to hear their stories and really connect on those levels, um, I think it can be a really powerful thing. Absolutely. And, and I think spaces like yours will allow us to do that. Um, you know, as you said, it just takes a few people sharing, but I have seen it really kind of get the ball rolling and, and kind of spread and grow. You know, the more people share, the the kind of more empathy and openness people have to each other offline as well as online. Yes. I wanted to know, in relation to that, people who are kind of inspired by this kind of ongoing sense of, um, you know, opening up and wanting to connect um, or people who maybe aren't quite in that space but are in a lonely space or a space lacking self-love and want to change that do you have any kind of 
key steps or, or pieces of insight for them? Yes, I think um, a hard part that I've personally struggled with, especially when I get into those moments and stuff, is even just knowing uh, what are the questions to ask or, or like even to just how do I start peeling back the layers in, in identifying why I'm feeling in this way, this way that I am. And so I think that's why it's really important, uh, the role of questions and, and prompts in kind of helping us to kind of get at uh, the core of, of what's causing our, our current moment of loneliness or isolation or, or depression, anxiety um, at that moment. I think that introspection piece is so important, but it's hard to kind of just freeform, do it on your own and just kind of jump in and, and put all the pieces together. So I think um, what's really awesome is seeing a lot of different platforms, either prompted journaling, or um, there even are some card games that could help you with like uh, connecting with others and stuff. And, and just that using those questions really helps um, to break the problem down into, into pieces that can be more easily identified and processed um, on their own. So I think that's really, really cool to see a lot of different spaces and platforms leaning on those prompts uh, to kind of help us through it. Um, and I think a big thing is just taking it one step at a time. I think it, the idea of mental wellness and a mental wellness routine and practice can be very daunting, especially when you're going through a tough time. Like you're like, I can't even get that in my mind right now. So um, breaking it down so you can really take it just one step at a time and just having a lot of compassion for yourself. I think that's the one of the toughest things because we identify like I'm at a point where I, I want to feel better. I want to be happier. And when we start approaching that, if it's not working out, then we start, you know, kind of beating our own selves up. And so it's just like this doubling down on, on, on um, that feeling. And so really having a lot more compassion for ourselves in that process and taking it one step at a time, I think is really important. I completely agree. Um, and and I, I know from, from personal experience that, you know, developing a, a well-being routine, especially when it comes to mental health, is very daunting. You're right. But something that was very, very helpful to me, um, and you've mentioned briefly, is, is having resources or kind of platforms or places I could turn, you know, that could help me with that routine and help me structure it and give me ideas of what to do to improve um, and I wanted to know if there were kind of any, any platforms, including your own, um, that uh, you found particularly helpful um, in, in order to develop that kind of mental well-being. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I would say there's a few out there. Um, I would say first and foremost to just, I've personally been so uh, uh, grateful that I've been able to uh, have a relationship with a licensed professional who that has been very healthy for me and stuff. And so I would say first and foremost, that is huge. Um, but unfortunately, um, uh, sometimes there's, uh, it, there's a financial barrier to that or there's um, not a good cultural fit um, and, and kind of still a lot of times stigma around that. So that is a, a really big struggle. Um, but I think in terms of other resources that I've found uh, super helpful, uh, definitely uh, applications like uh, Shine is a big one um, that I think really kind of opens up the conversation on wellness and focuses on uh, more marginalized communities and, and some of the access 
to meditation programs, to mindfulness programs, um, to encouragement. I think that has been a really, really awesome. Um, and in terms of making it bite-sized and, and making it sort of a routine, I think uh, the application um, Daily Haloa, uh, where it gives you a prompt every morning and you can answer and see how others have answered and responded um, across the globe. I think things like that are so beautiful in, in feeling more of a connection to the whole um, and go a long way. And, and it's almost, it almost becomes a ritual, uh, especially when you do it like every morning at 8 a.m. Um, I think that's really, really awesome. So a lot of platforms like that, I think, have been huge and, and helpful to me personally, uh, along with other practices like journaling. Um, and even for me, uh, yoga and just, uh, uh, I think, even though it focuses more on the physical, or it focuses on the physical, but I think there's a lot of learnings that I've been able to apply to the mental for me as well, and especially having compassion for yourself and, and realizing today might not look like yesterday and it might not look like tomorrow, you know, but just accepting that where you are right now and loving yourself in the moment, I think is really important. I agree. And, and I think it's interesting that you mentioned yoga because, you know, yoga is in and of itself a moving meditation. Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, um, it offers a lot of kind of um, mental clarity um, and, and kind of, calm in times when you might need it most um so i love that i really love that um and i will definitely be checking out some of the resources you mentioned they sound awesome absolutely awesome yes. thank you so so much for joining me today um before we go i just wanted to know um well, could you let people know where they can find uh human follow you guys um if they're interested um and, and would like to sign up Definitely. So um, Instagram would probably be the best one to, to plug into. So we're human underscore app. So H-U-E-M-O-N underscore app. And so please follow us there. And then we have links to our website where you can download the app um, and content and, and everything like that. Uh, so I think that's the best place to plug in and kind of follow us on our journey. And we'd love to uh, kind of learn from you as we go along and, and build this up into a, a platform for everyone. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Really Wellness Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and that it was helpful to you in realizing that you're not the only one who's feeling alone right now. Um, and there are ways to connect to the people around you, even if they feel quite distant. Next week, um, we are going to be speaking to a really special guest, um, Bianca Rodriguez. Uh, you might know her on Instagram as You Are Complete, about her work um, as a holistic psychotherapist and how spirituality impacts our psychology um, and can help us heal. Um, something which I think we all need a little bit of right now, um, especially going into another quite difficult year. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, joining you next week and you joining me and I hope you have a beautiful week ahead until then.